Hello and welcome to the fourth day of Crapmas 2015. And Tom, it's the 28th of December. It is definitely the 28th of December. It is. The days are so long, mate. They are so long. I can barely remember what happened yesterday. I know. That has been, you know, 24 hours. I know. I blame sort of the uh, the brandy, like, the brandy like mix weeks. pies. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. The alien invasion, mate. Remember those? The Donald Trump um, lookalikes. Yes. Yeah. There, there hasn't been much that. on the news about them lately, which is strange. Maybe they're taking a little break because it's sort of it is everybody sort of gets a bit slow though, don't they? That this sort of down period between Christmas Day and New Year's Eve, it's always a bit slow. Yeah, even the alien replicants. Yeah, yeah. Have a have a have a breather, and that is this little middle bit that nobody really likes much. Nobody likes, and even the Daily Mail have sort of given up slightly on the the Queen's indiscretion from what happened on Christmas Day. Yeah, they're back to the migrants again. Yeah, the safety blanket of the Daily Mail, <laughs> just just inciting racial hatred and fear mongering. Yeah, that's what they want. You know, they yeah. want a, an all-out war before New Year. I'm sure would please the Daily Mail. Yeah, yeah. and you know they're never going to they're never going to rag on the Queen, well, well the, the late Queen too much because obviously you know they're quite royalist. Yeah, now uh, Charles is in. You'll uh... Chaz King Chaz. Who'd have thought he'd, he'd have been wanting to be called King Chaz? Yeah. Crazy, and he and he's called. He didn't want to be um, them to be called subjects anymore. Is uh, biatches. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit weird, but we're, 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 we're as a country, we're trying to get used to it, aren't we? It's a crazy time we live in, mate. What an end to 2015. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, talking about crazy times, um, it was it was your movie pick for this day of the 28th of December. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Tom. That's, uh, I think you'd better uh, you'd better tell the listeners what you picked, hadn't you? Really. Well, I picked a film that I've watched before, and uh, when I watched it, it was on one of our movie nights of Andrew and Chloe, and it gained quite a reputation, uh, particularly uh, Chloe's intense hatred of it. Um, I'm assuming alcohol must have been flowing that night as we watched The Rat Man <laughs> from 1988. <laughs> Directed by Giuliano Carnimio, Carnimio, hmm. aka Quella Villa in Fondo Al Parco. Oh, or the Ratman. I don't know what that all stands for. I um, I translated that in Google Translate. Oh, and it okay. means it means the villa down to the park, according to Google. Nothing to do with a rat. No, <laughs> it doesn't really say. Sort of little ratty, crazy twat goes bonkers. Would have been a more apt translation, I think. It it would be, but it doesn't, unfortunately. No. Um, and um, we both watched this on the uh, the shameless DVD of it. Did we, did we not? We did, yeah. And much like you, mate, I watched it. Um, well, me and Tina watched it. I think we watched it not long after you, if I remember rightly. You watched it and you messaged me about it, and you were raving about it, and then we watched it. And I think alcohol was involved then because my memory of it is like next to nothing. So when you said, "Okay, we'll have this as your crapmas pick for today," I thought I can't remember much about it at all um, until I rewatched it today. Mm. Yeah, thank you for that, Tom. Yeah, I think alcohol would have been help would have helped in our viewings of this. But... I think that's the top tip we're going to give, isn't it, for this episode? If you're going to watch Ratman, get pissed. Yeah, um, you know the tag like uh, um, Shameless do a hell of a job selling their films because the rat, the, well, it's a flip cover. I've got the um, 
alternate cover, but it's called um, Ratman, and the sort of uh, tagline is he's the critter from the shitter, <laughs> and um, he's a little rat man. He's up there in the logo, and there's a topless woman on the cover of a DVD, all illustration of, and there's a giant rat looming up towards her, much like the Jaws poster. Yeah. That's the cover I picked too. I prefer that one. I think it's pretty yeah. good. Pretty good. I've got on the, on the other cover. It's a woman who's fallen down some stairs outside a house, and there's a big hand with little uh, sharpened nails coming out beside the steps. Nothing about a rat. No, not much about a rat at all, mate. Right. I will read to you the uh, the blurb <laughs> on the back of a shameless DVD again. They do a good job of selling it to you, if nothing else. Meet Ratman, Pussy Hunter. <laughs> Pussy Hunter. <laughs> Pussy Hunter. Uh, well, I think we can say... Uh, We've all been tired of that brush once or <laughs> twice, haven't we? <laughs> uh, there is a cat in it, though. I mean, fair play. There is a cat in it. Yes, there is. Which there we'll is. get to as we talk about the movie. But yeah, yeah. Uh, um, I, I shall go on. Um, a forgotten classic and never before released in the UK, the uber-trashy Ratman is a guilty horror pleasure of gory delights probably brought back into your hands by shameless screen entertainment to cherish forever. Pint-sized cult hero Nelson De La Rosa, Rosa stars as horrific genetic mutation that is Ratman. Created to win a Nobel Prize, the only awards he'll be picking up will be for slaying, showering beauty Eva Grimaldi, but not before she's soaped up for your pleasure. Ooh, uh. Janet Agrin plays her sister out to discover what has happened to Eva and who or what is devouring the residents of a lush Caribbean island. A glorious exploitation fest of bad taste, worst act, worst acting, needless nudity, and tense, witness-inducing slaughter. Please welcome and give a lovable rat man at home in your horror collection today. So, that sounds brilliant, does it not? I tell you what, mate, seeing that, and when you see, like you said on the front, he's the critter from the shitter, how can you not pick this up and buy it? You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? And no. then you add to the fact the photographs that are on the back cover as well. well. There is, like, on the front is an illustration of a topless woman. On the back, and this is like, you can buy this in HMV and it's not on the top shelf or anything. There's a woman with her tits out. Well, she's full frontal nude. You can't quite see uh, the uh, minge or anything, but um, <laughs> I, was, I was trying to think of a nicer way to put it. But Yeah, but why not? You know. uh, uh, yeah, but she's got her tits out and she's showering. Um, yeah. There's, an, in fact, a photo to the right is a girl with a vest on and her nipples are hanging out. She has, does she... Uh, uh, she doesn't wear a bra at any point in this film, does she? No, it's not that sort of film. No, it, it's full on nippage everywhere. Yeah, even on a, even on a DVD. So, um, yeah, the <laughs> film, obviously, it stars um, Eva Grimaldi, who uh, is a veteran of, well, cult movies. Let's just say uh, David Warbeck, <laughs> who most definitely is. Oh yeah, the, the Beyond, Black Cat, many more. And we had what was that film we had with him in? The, was it David Warbeck that was in that? Was it that war film? Oh, what was that thing I chose a couple of years ago with Warbeck in it? Oh, which one? Nightmare. Tiger Joe. Was that it? Was he? Was that him? Oh, I, I don't know. I don't think so. I, I don't think so. Warbeck. Hold on. This is where I'm. S- Wasn't Tiger Joe the one that we kept going? Oh, which one was it? That was the great death scene in it, where he was like it was, cradling. Yeah, it, was, it was David Warbeck. Yeah. Oh. There we go. Oh, a, a double appearance for Dave, David Warbeck yeah. then. Yep. Yeah, that film wasn't very good either. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, uh, basically, okay, so we. Uh, I'm not going to go through the whole thing. Um, my first note is, oh, my God, why did I choose this shite? It all sort of came flooding back. Um, a, 
Okay, Ratman is Nelson De La Rosa. Yeah. Who was the smallest actor on earth. Mm-hmm. Um, for a time, he's, like, dead now. Um, I wouldn't Google him for that reason, because a lot of the Google image results for Nelson De La Rosa are of his open coffin. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God, I didn't know that. Bit grim, bit dark, I'm, I'm, but a lot of them aren't. He's a tiny little thing. He is. Sorry for referring to him as a thing, but come on. <laughs> well, for the purposes of this film, he is a sort of thing, isn't he? See, now, he always reminds me it's because um, one of the main tiny people, shall we say, for political correctness, uh, who scared the shit out of Tina was a guy, and he died, I think, 2010-ish, was a guy called Ping Ping. And he, for some reason, he, he would always walk around with, like, having a cigarette. And, like, there was a documentary about him, and he used to carry a knife everywhere. So it, this uh, this character of the film just reminded me of if Ping Ping played Nosferatu back <laughs> in, instead of Max Shrek. It's like a cross between those two, which is a scary image, really. Yeah. Yeah. He not only was the shortest actor in the world, but he was one of the shortest men in the 20th and 21st century. And he, do you want to guess how tall he was? You can say centimetres or feet or whatever. Um, was he two foot four? <sighs> well, you took all the fun out of that one. Yes, he was two foot four. I actually did a little bit of research, mate. <laughs> 71 centimetres. That's two and a bit rulers. That is tiny. That's in, and, of course, he was in the island of Dr. Moreau as well. Yeah. But, yeah, um, that's him. So he's been genetically bred as um, a rat man for what reason? We don't know. This is why we don't know, because they say it's been genetically bred. And then they go, oh, if he bites or scratches you, he can kill a human in seconds. Why would he breed someone, for, uh, if especially, I'm, I'm just going by the case here, because the film's not clear, it's not going to win you a Nobel Prize. It's not going <laughs> to win, no it's not. And especially if you've bred him for that, and you know he's going to kill you in seconds with a bite or a scratch, why keep him in, like, the world's flimsiest little birdcage? Yeah, that is not, like, you know, that he is, a, he is a person. Yeah, don't do that to him. It's, A, it's not fair, it's inhuman, even though he isn't human-ish, and B... It's just going to escape and scratch or bite somebody and kill them. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Which he does. <laughs> oh, Tom, you've gone. Oh. oh. Don't tell me this is the aliens again. Don't tell me it's Donald Trump aliens have come back. Hello, Tom. Calling Tom. I think it's either the aliens. I don't know if you can hear me, mate. Either the aliens have appeared or... Ratman has been so pissed off about what we've said, he's he's attacking you at this minute. And you're too far away. I can't get to Norwich in time. Hold on. Listeners, we'll be back after this break. Okay, Dave, I'm all right. Tom, mate, I thought the Ratman had got you. He did, he got in. He crawled up my butt. Um... <laughs> He crawled up your butt. Yeah. Was he... 71, all 71 centimetres went in. Was he polite... <laughs> oh, crap, man. <laughs> was he polite enough to, you know, at least lube you up first? Well, he's quite... Well, you've, you've seen him in a film. He's, he's sort of like he self-lubes, hasn't he? He's quite greasy. He's, yeah, he's got a lot of sharp bits on him, though, mate. I sort of fear yeah, for I'm not going to say it was comfortable, but... <laughs> you'll be, you'll be sitting on a cushion for a while now, I take yeah. it. Yeah, special Christmas cushion. 
But we better, as, as he's like in me, we better carry on talking. This okay. is what we're doing for your listeners, despite <laughs> all those inches of RAM and being inside Tom. We're still carrying on. Good so on. I'll bring on. I just have to keep adjusting myself. <laughs> I'm sure we'll forgive you for any adjustment, mate. <laughs> right. Okay, in the film, there's a fashion shoot going on. There is, yeah, on a beach. Um, nothing really is happening at this point in the film. No. And this is where the rot immediately starts to set in, pretty much, because this film is, what, 78 minutes long? Yeah, it's yeah, it's about, was it, uh, I'm just looking on IMDb now, uh, they list it as 82. 82. But that's including, oh. like, opening and closing credits. Well, this is a cut version. Well, I guess the, full, the original version was 82 minutes, because on the back of the case, it says Ratman in its most complete version anywhere, so... Hmm. 78 minutes and 8 seconds is what is released in the UK of Ratman. So, but yeah, 78, 82. At this point, I'm just like, fuck, man, they're pulling the, dragging this scene out a bit, aren't they? Don't you think, though, they drag out every scene? Yeah, this is how it starts. Every scene is so yeah. protracted and lengthy. And it's just like, this could have been a short film, like a 30-minute thing. It could have been. I think it is pretty cool, though, that um, the first thing that Ratman does as soon as he escapes from his cage is he goes to the beach and watches, like, scantily clad women. <laughs> That's the first thing he decides to do. Well, when you're, in your sexy, when you're on a sexy Caribbean island, I suppose. Well, yeah. Is that all go get drunk? <laughs> it's one or the, yeah. And I don't think you could hold much liquor. What, when you're two foot four? <laughs> you got, like, one beer, you'd be fucking absolutely paralytic, wouldn't you? You'd be, you'd have to be helped, helped home, or carried home, put in your bag. Cheap night out, though. Yeah, you get absolutely slaughtered. Just nurse that pint all night. <laughs> You could, fit in, you could fit in the pint. You could dive, <laughs> you could dive into it. They'd have to give him, like, shot glasses of beer. <laughs> that would be the equivalent of a pint to him. Yeah, little shot. Yeah. And he's like... Oh, and he's got his little ratty, ratty hands around it as well. Yeah, I, w- I won't say all oh, about him, though, because he is pretty repulsive. Yeah, yes, yeah, you're right. <laughs> just, just, just generally, not just as Ratman. He's quite a <laughs> disgusting-looking figure, though, isn't he? <laughs> Yeah, you wouldn't uh, you wouldn't want him as a guest. Let's say, yeah, let's say that. No, 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 no. Anyway, um, yes, they're on the beach. They're on the beach. You know, stuff happens. There's an attack. There's a there's a bit of shit editing. Did you notice this as well? One of the models has a swimsuit on, and then it keeps cutting between her posing in the swimsuit. Then she's in the sea naked. Then she's back on the beach swimsuit. Then she's back in the sea swimsuit. Then she's in the sea naked. Then she's back on the beach swimsuit, and then it, I think it finishes where she's back in the sea and she's pulling the t- the top of her swimsuit up. Oh, that's a bit of shit editing there. Come on, need some continuity with our nudity. We do, yes. Continuity. <laughs> <laughs> but they see, don't they? This is where Ratty. This now, there's somebody spying on these girls posing for the photographer. Mm. Ratty kills him. Um, then the girls, after they've got the tits out for a while, they they see all of a sudden it's all that's left of this guy is a skull, and what looks like I don't know what what is it? It's not blood, is it? The remains of him. It reminded me of the Evil Dead mate. Remember sort of like the the um, stop motion animation grew yeah. in Evil Dead. Oh yeah, yeah. It reminded me of that all around the all around the skull, and they sort of go. And, they don't seem phased by it. They sort of go, oh, oh yeah, look at that. And then it cuts to 
they were at this fucking cocktail bar having drinks and going, oh yeah, it's a bit weird, wasn't it? That we saw that. It's a bit unfortunate if we ever got killed and eaten while we were taking photographs and getting the tits out in the sea. And they just didn't seem phased by it whatsoever. I thought, what the fuck? You know, happens all the time on a fashion shoot. And it must do. You know, come on. Island. Have a bit of compassion at least. They're whores, Dave. They don't. They don't. They, they're so used to seeing <laughs> skulls and, and body grew around them <laughs> <laughs> that they just don't care. <laughs> yes. So they're there. Sorry, mate. Go on. I haven't got much about the plot really. Um, <laughs> Just on the occasional note, like saying, uh, or nothing is happening, or this is really badly shot, or, uh, um, so I did make a note of the guy who was developing the fashion photos and where he was developing them. No, because you do see him developing them as well, don't you? Yeah, but where is he developing them? I don't know. It's like some horrible fucking boiler room. <laughs> it does look a bit scary. It's something like the original um, Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, not good. Not a good place to be, mate. No, no. I would. Uh, he's probably got some kids down there. But um, <laughs> but, yeah, just like yeah. Again, this is like just things um, just being dragged dragged out. The girl who's being st- there's a girl being stalked. She was one of the models, wasn't she? Yeah. Was that Ratman stalking her? Or was that someone else? No. Well, it cut. It's really weird because we go from the cocktail scene where they debate whether they should tell the police or not. You know, should we should we tell the police that we've seen a skull and human remains, or should we just order another, you know, mojito or something? Um, and then it cuts to one of the models in a taxi, and then she's in the taxi, and the taxi stops because he complains that it's it's his third flat tire of the day. <laughs> it's like what third of the day? Either you're buying some pretty shitty cheap tires, mate, or the roads are pretty bad. And he tells her that the bus stop is 100 metres away. Then it cuts to her like walking through these dark streets. And it's it's shadowy figures. Let's put it that way. And the shadowy figures, you see one clearly. And it's this guy who's wearing a pink vest. Um, with classic moobs, mate. The, you know, the great man boobs he's got going on. Because when you first see him, you don't see his face. You just see the, the vest and the moobs. And I thought, is that a woman or a man? Because you're not really sure. Um, and then it cuts to her, right? She's walking down this dark street. And for some reason, she looks through a window. And she looks through... And the, the window's got these metal bars on it. And she sees this body, this bloody body being dragged away. And you don't see what's dragging her. And she goes... Yeah, all right. And carries on walking. Again. She's just completely disaffected by this sort of thing, isn't she? <laughs> Is this what being a fashion model does to you? That you're just not affected whatsoever by seeing death. <laughs> it's is this just... what it was like for you when you were a fashion model, Dave? I tell you what, mate, it was actually. Fair play. It is a true representation of it. It's the amount of times I had to. I was modelling, wearing nothing but a vest with my moves just showing, and yeah, I saw skulls and body grew and bloody bodies being dragged. Yeah, it just it it meant nothing to me. You get used to it. You do, yeah. You're desensitised. That's the problem. That's the problem, mate. Um, uh, she runs. She runs away from them. And remember, uh, she loses one of her shoes. Then there's a close-up of one of the shadowy figures that's following her. And he gets this knife. 
and for some reason, like, he just cuts a shoe. You see him just cut a shoe, and you think, is that supposed to be ominous or something? Because it just, like, means nothing. Then she runs into this um, abandoned, like... She's going to get a blister. (laughs) (laughs) That's just the start of her worries, mate. Is that really bad blister? And she's got no plasters in a handbag. Oh. Oh, How bad can it get? Well, Uh, to be honest, if that was Ratman that that cut, you know, caused a blister, if you're talking about how, you know, his size, if he had, like, a blister, that would be, like, quite a bad flesh wound to him, wouldn't it? Have you comparing the two? You know, a blister for us normal size or a regular size person. I don't want to start using the words normal or abnormal. Um, a blister is nothing to us, but for a man who's seventy-one centimeters, that must be like I might have to lose a foot. That'd be te- that'd be like a party balloon full of liquid on the side of him. That'd be awful. What? Wouldn't it? The, the size of the blister would be like oh, a, a like balloon sh- to us. It would yes. be like us carrying a balloon on the side of us. Yeah. Um, but she runs into this. She runs into this house to hide from these shadowy figures. Um, and this is where my notes go. It's so slow. This scene takes yeah, seems to take forever. forever. Oh my god! It's oh really slow. And well, obviously, when you sit sat here for pint, or or you've had several pints, it's just like it. It doesn't feel like that. You're just taking, still taking the piss out of Ratman from the first time you saw him, probably. Yeah. Because you don't realise that you're, you're just... talking all over the dialogue, <laughs> aren't you? You don't. Yeah, it's just like whatever. Yeah. And it's really good because the fact that you've just finished like your, I don't know, third pint maybe, and you're talking, and then you've gone for a wee, which you have to after your third pint, um, and then you've gone, and then you've poured yourself another pint, and then you've come back and you've sat down, and the scene's still going on, and you don't mind, do you? Yeah. But when you're stone cold sober and you're watching it, it's like ten minutes, and you yeah, thinking... and I'm like sat in my room watching it on my own, as sober as a judge. It's like, <laughs> finish, please finish, for God's sake. She always hides as well. If you noticed in this scene, she finds like various places to hide. She always hides with a bright light shining on her face. She hasn't getting it. If you're gonna hide, stay in the dark. There's my tip for this podcast: stay in the dark. Don't hide when your face is is being lit really brightly. No, um, um, but he, he does appear, little rat man. He does. My note was, "Ooh, there he is! Uh, look at his hand." <laughs> it's weird, this... isn't he? He's like a little doll, isn't he? He's, He's so a bit tiny. Spooky. He's like you know, I've held newborn babies, and then. <laughs> He's he's fucking smaller than a newborn baby. He's got to be. I hope none of the newborn babies you've held had like sort of teeth and claws like he did, though. Mm-mm. No, that's good. Not that I can remember. <laughs> Maybe you've blanked that out. In my job as midwife. <laughs> yes. <laughs> midwife on this Caribbean island that you had for a while. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't like to talk about it. <laughs> uh, and this, I made the note though as. As has been the case with a, uh, a lot of women, mate. Uh, unfortunately, a pearl necklace was her downfall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah because she's hiding it in a wardrobe and a pearl necklace breaks. And one of the shadowy figures... Well, in fact, it's Moob Man. Pink, pink tank top Moob Man uh, sees the pearls going. But before he can get to her, Rat is in there with her. Rat is in there and he claws her thigh really bloody deep. Right, now this is, if we jump forward a little bit, um, they say uh, she died of a heart attack. Yeah. Did you see how deep she had her thigh clawed? I think you'd die from blood loss before you died. 
for heart attack. He was like ripping her to shreds. Yeah, but the people at the morgue aren't great. Oh yeah, that's that's definitely incoming. The people at the morgue, um, incompetent. I think is the first word that you'd use. <laughs> <laughs> and this is where we get the introduction. Then it cuts to the introduction of David Warbeck. Um, Warbeck is the character of Fred Williams, not Fred Williamson. No, unfortunately. Um, and David Warbeck, I looked on IMDb. Um, he's credited as being six foot. And three quarters of an inch. That's the what, first time what, I've ever seen is that, anybody. Is that six foot and then his cock? <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen anybody credited as being and three quarters of an inch. Oh, just round it up to six one. My Let's God, do it a six one. I mean, we all know, you know, there's there's times when that three quarters of an inch makes all the difference. But why put it on IMDb? Just do six one. Maybe he was adamant. Yeah. I'm if not... if, if, if uh, he probably wouldn't even know about what the internet was. Warbeck is he still alive, David Warbeck? He's not. No, he's not. When did he pass? He died. Um, I have got IMDb open, so forgive me as I click on this. He doesn't list that. Um, <laughs> he died in oh my god, 1997, aged 55. So, oh, he was young. He was young, yeah. Yeah, so he's probably just like right. The internet, I think it's going to take off. There's going to be a website that lists all the movies and all the movie stars. <laughs> <laughs> They've got to get my height exactly right. Yeah, uh, I want every bit of an inch I've got listed online for everybody to see. I don't know if that was your last words. I want every bit of every inch I've got <laughs> listed online for everyone to see. I think that's how I want to go out. I don't. I don't want. I don't want everyone in the world to know about my final three quarters of an inch. I want to know. What, but yeah, okay, I was just going to say the same thing. <laughs> but just word it differently. Yes, go on Dick then. jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the 80s picture house. Yeah. yeah. But the morgue, um, the scene in the morgue, I, I know you might have more to say about it, but the scene changed so fast from the morgue, I thought the morgue had a bar. <laughs> because it changed, it just cut to a bar scene so quickly, I thought it was the same characters, pretty much. I thought the morgue had a bar. It was, like, so fast. It is weird because this morgue scene, they go in and um, David Warbeck, Fred, goes in with the other character because the people in the morgue um, think that it's the model's sister that's been clawed to death. And it's not, is it? And the, and David Warbeck's pissed off because he goes, well, didn't you check the fingerprints or anything like that? And they go, well, no, she's blonde, she's American, she's probably her sister, and she's not. And so the model gets really pissed off saying, that could have been my sister. But it wasn't. And there's another morgue scene upcoming of, of where their incompetence is shown even, <laughs> even more. Um, yes. Yes. But before that, Tom. This is where I stopped making notes on a plot, I'm afraid. You, see, you did better than me. I, 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 st I did stop making notes. <laughs> I got a little bit further. Most of it's just me apologising to you. Is it and a couple of quotes. <laughs> is it... <laughs> Um, right, I shall, I shall jog your memory. That So, um, Fred and model, I should know her name, Terry, um, are looking for uh, Marilyn, Terry's sister. Um, so this first dead model in the, in the morgue is not her. So then they go searching. Uh, then they go looking through the house where the woman that they saw in the morgue was killed. And there's the classic um, chalk outline 
written on the floor. And David Warbeck goes, oh, yeah, no, it's a, she, you do know she wasn't killed. It, the thing didn't kill her. She died of a heart attack and blah, blah, blah. And we've seen it in so many films, mate, where, like, you know, the cat jumps out and and that's it. And it's a jump scare. Yeah. This, I tell you what, and it's always, you know, we know that when those scenes happen in a film, it's somebody has got hold of the cat and they throw the cat out. Mm. Whoever threw this cat out must have had, like, about ten cups of coffee that day and they were amped up on caffeine because never have I seen a cat arc so highly on screen as this one did (laughs) it went over the heads (laughs) you just heard this cat go and it just like it went like it was like top of the top of the frame on the screen this poor cat thank god cats land on other feet because this cat was it could have been like fired out of a cannon (laughs) <laughs> Poor bloody thing. Um, and then uh, it cuts back again. They go back to the morgue, and they go, "Oh yeah, we, uh, yeah." The last time, remember that woman? And we said it was your sister, and it wasn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we found somebody else, and it's your sister. Sorry. <laughs> and <laughs> and something we haven't mentioned yet. Remembering that Fred, David Warbeck, said, you know, well, didn't you check the fingerprints and all this? You should do professional stuff before you tell us this. Obviously, they never heard him or couldn't be asked to listen because then they go, oh, yeah, this is your sister this time. She's dead. It isn't again. They didn't check anything. They just went, okay, yeah, it's another blonde American that's just been clawed to death. How many blonde American women are being clawed to death during this day, mate? And not being checked by people in the morgue. <laughs> you think, for fuck's sake. So, yeah, no, it's not my sister. Why have you upset me again? <sighs> One of these times we'll get it right, eh, lad? Yeah, just keep going. Yeah, the, you know, the odds are with us, eventually. It's a, it's a small <laughs> island. Yeah, there's only so many blonde American women on here. <laughs> Finally, her sister is going to be clawed to death, and we'll get it right. Bloody hell. Um, cut to her sister, model, being photographed. In the uh, jungle? Yeah, well, they wanted, remember, they wanted to go into the deepest, darkest depth of the jungle. Um, and they didn't, they, I mean, they did go into the jungle, but they went into this bit that was um, near some caves, and all these man-made steps and everything. Cue this again overly long scene of her wearing a Walkman and headphones and dancing along these steps that just goes on um, ending with her entering one of the caves and blood dripping onto her tits yep and you see this sort of arm you don't know if the arm's severed or not and it's blood and that's where the blood's dripping down Um, she does scream but then no they're not really bothered yet again by death or possible amputation. It's just like, oh, we're models. We see this every day. Hardened. Yeah. <sighs> Dear me. Poor Kate Moss and all of them, mate. Imagine them. Imagine the blood they must see every day if this is what happens to models. Yeah. <sighs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a treacherous business, modelling. <laughs> it is. That's why they get paid the big bucks, I think. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right, go on. Where are we now? I take it your notes on the actual plot of... <laughs> My next note is, I'm sorry, Dave. <laughs> That's, thank you for that note, mate. Um, duly noted. Um, what have I got? Shower scene. Yes. Oh, yeah. We've got... Um, 
oh god I've even forgotten her name her sister's Marilyn whoever it is who cares what names are in this film anyway because don't watch it um, there's a shower scene if you are going to watch any of it just watch this couple of minutes um, there's there's the, the full frontal nudity um, there's no soap involved whatsoever it's just water from the shower you're not going to get clean like that you're not are you come on personal hygiene um, and I think we've made this point before in previous podcasts, mate, where like women have a shower in the 80s, um, that they can't take a shower. They do two things, mostly. Uh, they rub the tits a lot. Yeah. Um, excessively so. Honestly, if I were a woman, I would. You, well, you would do, wouldn't you? You know. <laughs> then they make these strange sounds. So she's making almost orgasmic sounds. As... Must be good show. Your shower's quite good, actually. <laughs> You know, you know, when I've stayed at yours, and because I was just thinking, oh, it must be a good shower. Your shower is like the best I've ever been in. It's brilliant. Well, I didn't like to bring this up in public, mate. But I must... so if I was going to make orgasmic noises in a shower, it would be in your shower. I've heard you do with them. I've heard you do them. But as, at le- as at, some slipped out, at least we've got soap in the shower. There, you can use soap. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I bought my own shower gel as well. So I was, yeah. I was at least while I was massaging my breast. So. <laughs> That's fine. And then all we could hear are these orgasmic sounds from Tom in the, the soft shower. moaning from a shower. Yes. Such a, oh, such a good God. shower. 37 oh, yeah. minutes in the shower, Tom. Jesus, that was a bit long. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> um, there is a good scene in this because then she go, they're, they're in this house and she does. Um, you see her in bed. I think the, the, the best sort of imagery from this film is where he sneaks into her bedroom, she's lying in the bed, and he he crawls up the curtains, then he gets on top of her wardrobe. And the shot of him sat on the wardrobe is quite chilling. I'll give it that. That is a really good shot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, though. <laughs> yeah well, two, two or three seconds from an 82-minute film is probably not very good. But at least that one shot is pretty good. <laughs> um but then, so she, she realises that something is in the room with her. So she gets out of bed and she's looking around the room and she's looking under the bed, the classic looking under the bed. And then she comes up from looking under the bed. Then for some reason, he's got... And if he wants to kill her, why does he do this? He's been sat on the on the wardrobe looking at her. He's under the sheets. Why would he get? Yeah, under, that was. Yeah, that was. Why would he get under the sheets? Why wouldn't he just go? Okay, you're under the bed. I'm going to creep up behind you and kill you now. Why is he going to get in bed? Is he? Is he feeling a bit drowsy? Is he? Oh, I need a nap now. I think it's a little pervert as well. Do you think it was sniffing? You think that's it? <laughs> <laughs> that, could, that could explain it, mate. His tiny nose might not be able to pick up on. <laughs> But if, it, if it's part rat, maybe he's got like a good sense Ooh, of smell. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's going, oh, yeah, something smells good under those sheets. I'm going under there. Yeah. Good well-being. Mm. Um, she sees that the sheets move in. She runs off. She goes to there, whatever the photographer was called. Like I said, who cares what people are called in this film? Um, and, she, and the sheets are up on him. He's lying there. And she jumps and gets in bed with him and goes, oh, help me, help me. Um and then pulls back the sheets to see that he's been like clawed to death, which means that Ratty clawed this man to death, and then pulled the sheets up over him. That's that's a pretty tidy killer in my book. Yeah, that doesn't strike me as Ratman. He seems quite chaotic. 
He does. Why Why would he do that? Oh, yeah, I need to look him look, you know, I have to make it look quite tidy and pull the sheets up over him. Doesn't make sense. Um, this is where my notes run out, mate, at this point, uh, because my notes suddenly go, I think there was like 20 minutes left, and I just put people killed. <laughs> there you go, so that's more in-depth than mine. Because people get killed. Um, and then I've co- got my quotes, well, I've got a couple of quotes, um... It seems like a thousand years since I've seen such beauty, and I just thought she's not that great. I don't even know who that's referring to. The village people were very frightened. That line made me laugh. The village people. And uh, the title for your new book sounds shit, mate. That's what I have, apart from me putting, he looks like a little doll. Uh, That was my final note on that, man. Yeah, that's it. We haven't touched on that, have we? Because um, David Warbeck's character is writing a book, isn't he? Yeah, I can't remember what that title was. I should have written that down, really. But no, I can't either. Um, the only note I've got now is the end of the film, where they go to. They they were at the airport. The best bit. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And they check in, and she checks in. Everything going. I mean, this is a bit of a weird one because this didn't happen then. Anyway, she checked in what would be and was then hand luggage. It was a handbag. Yeah. You'd carry that onto the plane. You wouldn't check that in and put yeah. it on the conveyor belt, you know, behind and put it under in the luggage compartment of the of the airplane. And it and it's and then as the handbag's moving along the conveyor belt you hear sort of the, the ratty sound which happens a few times, which we haven't mentioned of him squealing and squeaking. Uh, and then you see an aircraft taking off, freeze frame um, cue sounds of people screaming because Rat is going crazy on an aircraft that's just taken off. Credits. There it is, mate. That is it. That's it. Good. Yeah. Was it good? <laughs> Was it no, good? it wasn't. We, I guess, can you believe we've both seen this twice now? We both own it and seen it twice. <laughs> that's. I think that's, oh, that's a bit of a damnation on us, mate, that. Well, yeah, but alcohol... It must have helped this film out so much, and we must have just missed out so much of a plot just taking the piss out of a little guy. Yeah, it's not very, it's not very nice, but it's probably what happened. So that's that, I guess. Yeah, it is. I, I do think, like I said at the start, I think our our Christmas message to everybody, um, the service that we've done for you all, um, and and that we've saved you eighty-two minutes of your life. Just don't watch this. Yeah, if you've got this for Christmas. Yeah. Ask for a receipt. Yeah. Whoever gave it to you is not a friend. Don't let them trick you into believing that. It, uh, I've just got to uh, find somebody who doesn't listen to this show who I could give my copy to. <laughs> You'll find it wrapped up <laughs> for Christmas or a birthday. That's <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. Well, I guess regular listeners, mate, uh, it will come as no surprise that both of us own this on DVD, really. Well, it had a lot going for it from its cover and its blurb, and as I said, it was a, a drunken night's entertainment was most definitely had at some point when we lo- when I last watched this. But sober, writing notes, yeah, it is an absolute drag. This film, how a seventy-eight well, it is a seventy-eight minute version we watched, how that film that length can drag, it really does. Every scene is protracted. There's not enough little rat man in it, really. No, little guy. No. I mean, it's no. There's nudity. Um, there's 
there's probably the, the scene where she gets her thigh ripped open is the most violent, but even that is so fake, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Um, there's not a lot to recommend with this one, mate. Sadly not. No. So, oh well. Hopefully, as we as we go into tomorrow, and it's my choice, um, it will be a better one. Yes. Who, who knows? Who knows? I hope so. I will surprise you with it as we get to tomorrow, and closer to 2016. Uh, but until then, please, Tom, give the listeners the ways that they can find and follow us online. Of course. Our website is www.atspicturehouse.co.uk. Twitter at 80s Picture House, Facebook.com forward slash 80s Picture House. If you want to email us, it's 80s, is contact at 80s Picture House.co.uk. <laughs> and of course, please leave us a rating and review on iTunes. We're also on Instagram, the 80s Picture House, Reddit, Pinterest, etc., etc. Mm-hmm. And to everybody out there, if you're listening to this on the 28th of December. Tweet us, please. Let us know that you're listening to it on this day. Have you kept up with our daily um, episodes? Uh, do you think anybody will actually do that, mate? It's possible. Uh, I don't know how much time people, we think people have in their hands over the Christmas period, but... Yeah, you never know. You never know. It's very possible. If, if you're already at you know at this stage of our Crapmas shows and you're keeping up to date with us, please tweet us and let us know. We'd love to hear. Um, even if you're not, whenever you do listen to it, tweet us and let us know we'd still love to hear um until next time which will be t- tomorrow mate are you looking forward to the 29th of december uh it's, it's the same day as the 28th of december isn't it it is sort which of. is the same day as the 27th the 27th to the 30th is pretty much just the same day yeah nothing of, happens no it, it is sort of sort of a bit of a dead time really that isn't it yeah it's uh it's nothing happening sort of no. mid-period Nothing happening except a new episode of the 80s oh, Picture House. yeah, just wait for that to drop oh, and yeah. the day will be made. Yeah, no matter how fed up or bored you get, it's like, oh, well, Christmas is gone, New Year's not here. We're here to entertain you. We're back with another show tomorrow. We'll be sat here tomorrow. On coming tw- in your ears. Coming, coming right in your ears on the 29th of December. <laughs> but until then, Tom, let's say goodbye. Bye. 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 